G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. people really noticed that we were gone how does that make you feel uh, i think some people well people i talk to go hey y'all still do your podcast and then they be like, i ain't seen a new one and i'll be like Word. what <laughs> i don't know who they are because their new episodes were dropping every week <laughs> no it's not like our shit you know like oh the new it's a different I guess. I mean, you subscribe every Wednesday, midnight, bloop. <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, this is what happened in the last week. Oh, I mean, I was still promoting. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, I wasn't. See, you slipping. <laughs> Shaking my head. Can't get up. I watched more of that uh, Rough Rider, so now I'm on part five. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Yeah, I was dope. I really wish, like, I had a, a, I have a coworker who worked on the Hard Night Life tour, so I thought I was really dope. I wish I would experience that or the uh, that tour with Cash Money, like that would have been super dope. Nah, that's why that would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the Cash Money one would have been. Oh man, even yeah, Hard Night Life And then to realize that the person they stabbed was Benzino, I was like, really, this guy? <clears throat> All right. Yeah, not Benzino's like one of the most random hip hop names that pops up in random hip hop stories. And his daughter's like <laughs> she's up and coming, like she's she's alright. Her name is Koi Ray. It's a you probably hear if you haven't already heard of her, you'll probably hear about her like in the next year or so. Uh-huh. But she she's alright. So yeah. But um now nah, we back. We took a little hiatus just to kinda recharge. We've we've been doing episodes like consistently straight for like two years, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, so since our last like break, yeah. Yeah. Like that. We've we've done that. Like there have been days where we might drop episode a different day of the week, like with the Aggie episode we dropped on a Monday because of mm-hmm. the significance. But yes, we've it felt good to just kind of like do nothing so what were you doing in your month of just relaxation nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you know outside nothing like outside the normal like yeah I'm living my life you know experiencing reflecting on certain things and uh, yeah you know just living you know connecting with people reconnecting with other people you know great times you know no i did that i mean for me personally started working out so that was that's been me too uh been running and that's been cool so 
doing that. Uh, I've been taking more uh, holistic supplements, <laughs> uh, whether it's the elderberry gummies, taking a vitamin every day. I was me, eating CMOS and taking a turmeric shot, but I ran out, so I need to go get some more, actually. Probably get it like <laughs> next week. What does that do? So, on the bovis, um, turmeric juice is like antioxidant, and then, um, and so is elderberry. But like CMOS, it's, you know, antioxidant, it gives you extra energy. Um, if you're into like doing facial routines, like skincare and stuff, it's good for your face, all that. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, been, Be been sure doing refreshed. that. You know, I have. I think what threw me off last week, I was getting up at like 2 a.m., so it's been a while since so I had to do that, and I'm like, dog, like, I'm just tired. But I was getting my naps in. It was like, I'm getting a nap in every day. Like, that felt great. <laughs> and I didn't have to do no podcast. So I get home, <laughs> <Wait> nap. <laughs> Eat now. <laughs> so nah, just doing that and uh, shout out our, our boy Tyler. We we've been working out and that's been cool. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been listening some little bit of our old episodes, listening to other podcasts, just kind of just just hearing the field and hearing ourselves, man. Like if, if anything, our podcast is a true testament of our friendship because the reason we've stayed connected is through phone calls and through conversations like not in person yeah so it's just kind of like hearing an old phone call like we reminisce on old phone calls every blue moon but to actually go and hear our old conversations <laughs> we're like all right cool you know so that i was cool and then there's only yeah. one call we can't put out that's <laughs> <laughs> on my hard drive it's off my computer now so i hope you never get hacked um, anyway, but yeah, other than that, man, you know, again, connected with people, uh, some people come into town. So I've seen some people, uh, since we last talked, I haven't Ooh. seen in a while. I saw Marcel, um, uh, oh, I kicked him with Steph. That's the first time I, I've seen Steph. Don't he live up there? He said what? Don't he live up there? Yeah, but it's the first time he's seeing him. And like wow. it was crazy, he moved somewhere that was up the street, and now he's moving somewhere like further away. Like he lived where you remember where uh where our homie Rodney lived. No. Anyway, he he lived over there in Forestville. Like, <laughs> why would I remember where he lived? Because we went over there and I picked. But that don't mean I should remember it. <laughs> you remember where Carlos lives. <laughs> Well, no, you, no, no. You oh, yeah, that I house do. just because. But that's because it's right around where uh, Fremont Heights was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I used to run there. That's my bad. Shout out, little. Yeah, I actually used, yeah. bought some of those stuff. Um. So yeah, see you succeed, man. They got the site up. So salute to them. Oh um, yeah, just connected with some back. people and whatnot. But yeah, let's 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 get into it. a lot has happened. Uh, we got a lot has of. It? Let's, let's get into the sports, man. Before we, we touch on the negative, basketball has been has been dope. Uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to give Rob credit. You know, Rob, I champion Michael Porter. Rob champions Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray has joined Donovan Mitchell as two of the only, two of the four players that have multiple 50-point games in the seven-game series. He a dog. Do they he win tonight? Dog. Yes. 
So when this episode comes out, they would have won. And winner, winner. Now, what's your over and under? How many points does he have? Mm-hmm. I think he hits 40. I think he hits 40. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think he hits 50. I think he goes for 40 tonight. Does Donovan Mitchell have more than him in a loss? No, I think Donovan goes for about 35. 35. Okay. I think Michael yeah. Porter gets 20. Nah, I just I think I like how Michael Porter has been playing though. Like last game, he had he was like two for ten or something. We had like twelve rebounds. I was like, oh, that's hard, yo. Yeah, if he like, could just defend better, you know. Yeah, we, like we'll we'll be good money. We'll, we'll yeah, definitely I mean, be good. Money. He a young he a young player, so like you see in like the best of him in different games, like you go, like, oh, this is a great defensive game, but he's not scoring. Or right, you get twenty six and then. You know, get cooked or something. Yeah, like, no, definitely. So, so that's like, been cool. Um, you know, shout out to the Heat. My my pick, my upset for round one. I had the Thunder beating the Rockets. Rob said it wasn't. Me upset. too. I think it is. It's not an upset because you have the point guard. You have the best point guard of our generation, of our lifetime. They banished this man to OKC to fail. And not only did y'all, he take him to the playoffs, he beats the team they traded him from. He is the best point guard we've seen. For sure. He, he's like, definitely the best point guard we've seen. Bro, but again, this is and this is why OKC the Clippers will not beat the Lakers. Because the one team that Chris Paul went to and they didn't overachieve is the bum-ass Clippers. It's because they're the Clippers. Okay? <laughs> or there was so, lots of choking involved. Yeah, because it's the Clippers. <laughs> he destroyed people in New Orleans. They were shit when he left. He destroyed people. He, he had them close as shit in Houston. He don't go down, they don't lose. But he went down, and we know Harden's a hoe-ass nigga. You see it? 3-3. Three, three. I mean, a game game six. That's that's Rush right there. No, it's not Rush. Rush is coming back early from a quad injury. The turnovers isn't Russ. No, he not healthy. Why you, you shoot playing air twenty minutes a night? Under a minute, in he's the fourth playing quarter? twenty minutes and shit a night because he's not. Healthy. Who ain't supposed to come back? Because Harden's a hoe ass man. <laughs> <laughs> and Russ saw the series getting just leaving the fucking arena. He was like, "Damn, I gotta fucking come back now." They won the first game. They lost last night, and because Harden's a hoe ass nigga, they gonna lose games. <laughs> Okay, like, you blaming it on Harden? That's when he will get fired. He Russ should catch some some of that smoke, bro. I'm just letting you know. He shouldn't. He shouldn't even be playing. <laughs> but like y'all are ridiculous. Like you don't go from being a sideline coach to playing in the first round of the playoffs just because. Like no, bro. So I mean, that's my round one take, and in my round two take, I have the Heat beating the Bucks in six. Now, granted, I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to score 40 points every game. However, I think they're a good enough team, and they got more dog in them than the Bucks. They're just soft. I got it like, in five. Ooh. You got heat in five. <laughs> I think Eric Spolstra, I, I tweeted, I think Eric Spolstra is the most underrated coach of a lifetime. I agree. Um, like, because y'all, and I mean, I, I think I was the, in the initially when they lost the first year. I was like, oh, Spolster is a 
overrated. This really yeah, is LeBron, blah, blah, blah. And then second year, second year, you see a different system, like the more complete version of the system, quicker basketball. The greatest wins. version of LeBron James the world has um, ever seen. You see LeBron, then LeBron, like LeBron leaves after four, you know, and they're still good. Yeah. This is, they lose Chris Bosch to heart problems, ways and knees are there and then not there, and then he's not there, and then he's there. Like, and they were still bro, had, competitive. No, you're right. You had half ass white side, <laughs> and they were still winning. Like, he, that team is dog. It's the same way that the uh, Seven Sixers had this mad talent, and Jimmy Butler put them over the edge, and they could have, they could have got to the finals last year. Literally, they're four bounces away. Yeah, no, definitely. There. But so, I think Jimmy didn't want to stay because that dog, the team didn't have that tenacity where it's like, you know, they're going to ride. Like, and B will, but will Tobias and whoever. But he, he trusts this Heat team. Like, they are, are killers. And I think Bam, I'm not saying Bam is better than Giannis, but I think Bam and his skill set, he can do just enough to contain him. And if they can contain Giannis, Chris Middleton not dropping 40 or 30 a game. That's what I'm saying. Bledsoe not Middleton dropping and Lopez had, what, what, like 60 combined last game or something? And they lost. Because it's like, bro, the heat. Think about it. You All you got to do is just hold Giannis from getting to the basket. Jim is strong enough to do that a couple of times. He was all can do that a few times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you switch band with him a couple of times. That's about six or seven possessions where, like, you got a quality defender Absolutely. standing between him and the basket. Um, and that's going to, like, end in, like, a miss probably. He, I mean, yeah, and you got a miss. real and shooters. He like the free throw, right? He's not the best free throw shooter. Exactly. So it was like you got Hero, you got um, Duncan Robinson, like you got people who can shoot <clears throat> on that team. Dragic is a dog. So like they got a squad, man. Like Miami's got a, Miami's got a squad. I think Boston beats them. I think Toronto beats them because I think they're two deeper teams. But the Bucks aren't deep. The Bucks just have Giannis, and Giannis right. is and a I, I think- sack. And going in that that series, Boston versus Toronto, I was with Steph, and Steph, you know, he's a diehard Boston fan. Man, I saw this man. This man had the nerve to be like, "Oh, Dap's coming. I'm wearing my Jay Crowder jersey." I hate Jay Crowder, bro. <laughs> who, who has a Jay Crowder jersey? He does. Apparently, I'm like, why do you even yes. have this? I wore Kyrie wow. yesterday. Where'd like, you find it today? <laughs> he, he had to get that custom made. <laughs> I hate Jay Crowder, bro. Like, yeah, like, Boston, Boston's a real good team. But I think Brad Stevens is an overrated coach. Um, I don't think he's overrated. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he ain't won the big game, and he's had talent. Like, the whole thing, when he first got there, you remember they were winning a bunch of games when they had just, like, Marcus Smart and those guys? Right. And they were like, oh, man, if he actually gets good players, he's going to win it all. He's had good players for, like, five years. He didn't win shit. So, like, like I said, I think he's a solid coach. I don't think he's a good – people talking about he was, like, Popovich level. No, he's not. Um, like I said, I think the Raptors played the worst game they could play. Um, early foul trouble. Couldn't they get a like, damn shot. Like does do spin moves. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm disrespectful. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I me mean, and Boston hit every three in the world. Yeah, but, like well, nah, I told, I tell you, good game, Toronto. Get all that bullshit out. Um, let Boston have. That's only one game, man. Nah, Same thing y'all saw with Portland. It's only one game. So yeah, I think Toronto wins. That's so you got Toronto. That in seven or is that six? I got it in six. Okay. We'll see. Steph was saying he was saying how Boston has owned that matchup, and I'm like, I don't watch Boston versus Toronto enough to know who owns who. So like, we talking about in the playoffs because I mean we've seen team we talk, the Raptors swept us in the regular season and we swept we them in, swept the in the playoffs. So like that, a, that don't mean nothing if you. I mean I've seen the Knicks and the fucking Bulls beat on the Heat. And then get destroyed in the playoffs. So like, no, you're right. I mean, you know, but I'm definitely intrigued. And then on the West, uh, yeah, yeah the West is really nothing to talk about. Clippers are fraud. Paul George was fugazi the whole first series. Pandemic, except for P, one man. game, he's trash. Kawhi's uh, been cooking, bro. I have a question. I have an answer. What can Luca do right now that LeBron can't? Be white. <laughs> I'm just saying because y'all y'all said this ridiculousness, right? Like, oh shit, the, the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers, the Clippers have this impenetrable defense. Lockdown. They not, nobody can do anything. Paul George and Kawhi, blah blah. And we saw a fucking Luca do nothing but destroy them the whole series. Even in the closeout game, he had like 40, 10 and ten almost or something. Like, and he's not even a good shooter. He's not like, a good He shooter. was jaying them. He's not fast. LeBron's fast. He's not LeBron strong. LeBron is. Like, what are you talking about? Like, passing? He's a great passer. So is LeBron. Finisher? He's a good, pretty good finisher. No, Guess LeBron what? Is a, LeBron's a top, LeBron. Top yeah, for sure. Like, free throw line, they both is just average, average. at best. No, you're right. That's, that's a really so good take. If Lucan can do this for a whole series. But do you think they underestimated or not underestimate, they allowed Luca to do that knowing that they didn't have Porzingis. It's like, all right, he can do that, but as long as we do what we need to do, we'll still win, which they did. No, because he did that and they lost. I mean, they also didn't have Kawhi on him at the closing second. Yeah, because he got switched off like a whole-ass nigga. Yeah, well, I think that's horrible. That was just a horrible so, play call. Like, that rotation. Was he got fine. wing, wing, bing, and then lost. So, like, yeah, they was trying to stop Luka. They couldn't do nothing to that nigga. Like, what? Wait, Paul George the can't play the winner shot. of this Nuggets and... No, they play the um, winner of the Thunder Rockets. Haha, <laughs> you tried to give us a bullshit game. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it, it should be Clippers-Lakers. And then I think we got to make a bet. Nah, I think that if the Nuggets win, <laughs> either the Nuggets are beating the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Yeah, okay. Jamal Murray, thirty piece. He gonna have Patrick Beverly screaming like Steph Curry was against Van Vliet. <laughs> you know. I'll tell you one thing: if if. Pandemic P shows himself out again like he did this last series. And, and they got Murray, Gary Michael Harris Porter back. Are teaming up for 30 apiece. They have a problem. 
That's that, doing at least six. Ooh. So that means the Clippers got to had to face Luca for six games. Now they're gonna have to face either the ridiculous Jazz with Gobert in the middle, which is just a Gobert fucking. Is a, a Gobert is seven three. It don't He's matter. <laughs> he shut Two down. Two time defensive bro. player of the year. He's never being forgiven. It's not. It's not Gobert. It was gonna happen. For nah. It might have been actually good that his goofy ass did that shit. Because if it just happened like to every team at once, like just it could have wrecked the league, bro. But you know he's so. a scapegoat for all sports. Like think about yeah. it in the in the thirty for thirty that happens this year. Rudy Gobert is gonna be a highlight, bro. Yeah, that nigga fucking. Bro. But like, but like, yeah, bro. Like I said, but I think they're gonna be. I know they're gonna be playing the Nuggets. And Jokic. All right, we we gonna see, man. And then what? It doesn't matter with you guys because the Thunder. Y'all, We're gonna smoke the Thunder. That's that's We're gonna five. Destroy that's the Rockets. And that's probably also five, maybe six like, for the Rockets, maybe. You have no big man, but apparently Anthony Davis won't get twenty and twenty on y'all guys. Twenty and twenty? How about thirty and twenty? <laughs> Thirty-five and twenty. It's not like bro, LeBron getting another triple double in the first series. Yeah, so I don't know, I think basketball would be dope. Um But we also, man, to to segue to some Saturn news. It affected the whole basketball world, but for you and I, growing up in the DMV, the death of John Thompson sent shockwaves. Where waking up, you know, waking, it's, it's already been a tough weekend, and we'll touch on that a little later. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, Sports Center 980, and I see his picture. We have regretfully come to inform you guys, and I'm like, no, no, what? John Thompson yeah. died, bruh. Bro, this weekend is trash, yo. Like, yeah, that was yeah. I think you sent it to me. And I was just like, I looked and I was just like, I was like, wow. Like, John Thompson's like, I don't even know. Like, what do you say to that? Like, he's like. one of the most important someone put him on DC's Mount Rushmore and if you do that it was like him uh yeah Chuck Brown Marvin, uh, Marion Barry Marion Barry and I'm like yeah I mean bro Marion Barry like kind of like brought us the city Chuck Brown got us our music John Thompson brought us sports like growing up he made Georgetown uh, like an all black team or predominantly black team Bruh, where like, people were thinking like people really thought like that was HBCU I remember telling no, my folks that like no one thought that I'm like that was the black no black that's American a team. legit bro like when I when I got older and was like what the hell like I was like actually been to the campuses I'm like there's so many white people here I thought Georgetown was all black people I finally went to Georgetown like, for the first time on their campus like a year and a half ago because Ja he's a huge Georgetown fan so I'm like let's go there and get some go to the uh, the store and I'm like yo I'm finally on this campus bruh like this bruh, is crazy like, bro. like I remember like as a kid like Maryland was like the thing like Maryland was Maryland so like I like Maryland and Steve Francis was Steve Francis and it was like Maryland was, 
Exactly. Juan Dixon is the greatest player of all time. Um, but, you know, Maryland was in swing, so it was like Maryland. But, like, I remember looking at the newspaper because, like, you know, my last name is George. And I was like, oh, I mean, it's Georgetown, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I remember just, like, reading up on Georgetown. Like, all the players, like, back then, like, of course, like, Ewing and Morton and them. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, them winning the national championship, I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, John Thompson's so legendary that, like, 10 years after his son didn't do, like, nothing at Georgetown, he was still there. Yeah. And they were just like, we just not going to fire him. Like, <laughs> like, bro, like, I remember seeing him on the sideline when um, Georgetown was making the run to the Final Four. I was like, bro, like, we're going to win another one. <laughs> no, I, re- I remember Why, my, Green. my only memories of him in person, I was my first uh year covering um covering the Mystics mm. and make the playoffs, right? So uh Wilson, shout out Wilson, he was like, Yo, I want you shooting. I want you uh, taking pictures. So I'm on like the opposite end taking pictures and like John Thompson, six ten. So you see him walk, I'm like, oh snap. Like seeing John Wall, cause John Wall and Bradley Bill and the Wizard players, they would just pop up randomly and be like, oh, there's John. Mm-hmm. And they talk, they take a picture and they kick it. But to see John Thompson come to the game, I'm like, oh snap, that's John Thompson. And he's just there and it's me taking photos. I think I took one of him. I gotta ask Wilson if I could find it. And it, I remember, ironically, it was, they were playing the Chicago Sky, and that's when Deladon was, uh, on the sky. Mm. And again, I, my first year, every time I saw the Mystics play at home, they won, except against Deladon. Like, she, dog, she probably had like 32 and like 12 in, in 25 minutes no lie and they were blowing they were blowing the mystics out and you just see john thompson just walk out like all right that's it i'm like yo that's john thompson (laughs) i want to get a picture like there's anyone so to see him and that that reverence where you're like yo that's john thompson bro like i've seen him one time that was i was like eight he came to my summer camp Like, I don't even my um I think my cousin no he's not even my real cousin I I later found like he's not my real cousin like I think he's like my dad's play cousin like son or something like yeah. that and like that was like the one year I went to summer camp that year and I was like oh word and like we were playing and it was like like you said like he's there's a damn at my school named Smitty he's like six three. And at the time, I was like eight, so I was like probably like three foot something. So he was like the tallest guy I ever seen. I was like, yo, this guy is a giant. So when I saw him, it was like, oh my God, like people are big. Like, like, yeah, like that was, that was crazy. Like, like you said, like you, you know, like, you know, you see like rappers and shit, like they'd be like around like Jay-Z or like Nas or something. You like, they just, they just stand a certain way right right it's like you can tell like as a kid you can tell who like who older people respect definitely and like when he was people just like man like no when he walked down like the, like, the baseline cause you know when you like near courtside people like get to those courtside or like real close they get there like maybe right before the game Mm-hmm. And when you see him, everyone's like, hey, they start clapping and it's John Thompson. Like right. every 
this man could do whatever he want like the the most gangster thing ever and we knew we knew the story because we we from here but mm-hmm. the whole Rayful Edmonds hanging with Alonzo Morning and he told Rayful Edmonds like yo don't hang around my team or else and like. Rayful Edmonds one of the realest killers DC ever produced didn't come that back that was like he was like, all right, Bruh. he respected him. And that's on some G stuff, like. And it's like, and that, like, yo, fam, like, the thing is, like, it's not even like, okay, oh, old dude's, like, just scared of him. It's like someone who, a person that had the balls to do that. Like, that'd be like a fucking, like, Frank Lucas or something got Zion Williamson's, like, scoring points for him and shit. And then the coach, his coach is like, yo, my man. It's done, bro. Don't, Back don't up. do that. Or like else. you just not like yeah, like you just not gonna see a coach do that. Like this is not going, bro. Like that's like that was that's epicness. Like like nah, it's, talk about like utmost respect. Like yeah, no, he's he's definitely one of the the greatest just coaches ever. Um, one of the greatest bro. people, just leaders. Like and then to realize they said that all of his players. Graduated. He had a ninety-seven percent uh, graduation rate, and I'm like, dang, are the only two people who didn't graduate AI and Victor Page? That's crazy, bro. Like, bro, like, that's wild. That's like I said. That's that's just being like that's a a legendary coach. Like, like and basketball, like, basketball. Georgetown like, isn't no like. Feeble school, bro. Like Georgetown, you got a Georgetown degree. Crazy school, like (laughs) you got a Georgetown degree. You could do a lot with that. Word. So no, it it definitely was um was just stunning. And again, this whole weekend, we'll we'll touch on it a little later. But to to wake up to that on Monday, and then before that, like Devin threes, like have that, have uh Cliff Robinson. I was like, what, bro? Like. Yeah, man, like I said, bro, like, that's, yeah, it's weird, like, sometimes like Stevie Wonder or something, like, you know, just somebody who has always been legendary your whole life. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's just there, like, he's just an important figure that's always going to be there. Nah, definitely. It's like, so, like, yeah, like, nah. So, let's go to this music, man. Um, a lot to discuss, but... You know, yesterday we witnessed, I guess, the most viewed versus battle in Word. its history. Word, the two right? R&B uh, prodigies that have fulfilled the promise in, in band versus Monica. Apparently they were the two youngest R&B singers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got to say this, man. People legit told me. Like, it was like, oh, I like Monica better, which, you know, that's fine. And they were like, Brandy really couldn't sing to me. I'm like, hold on, hold on. You saying Brandy Norwood can't sing? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, and they were of that age. I'm like, Brandy, her nickname is the Vocal Bible. That'd be like, yo, Jarrell, aka, like, a thousand jumpers, like, oh, he, he can't get a bucket. Do you know my name, bro? <laughs> like, this is literally what I do. Brandy and Monica was like the female 50 in John Rule. So, like, you've had people like, yo, man, 50 can't even rap, son. You're like, what? It's, <laughs> it's like, like bro, right. if I'm a Murder Inc. fan, this is the fuck 50, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, bro. And, and for me judging it, I'm not going to lie, like, you know, 
Monica went up 2-0. I'm like, all right, Brandy playing some all right records. And then Brandy played Full Moon. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. And then Monica played So Gone. I was like, <sighs> Bro, Monica was up the first, like, seven or so, six or seven or eight rounds. Yeah, I like, mean, I say seven because it was like 4-3. Monica for me, and then like Brandy hit a stride. I'm like, all right, Brandy's uh, not missing, guys. Like, like it was going back and forth. Yeah, but I like, once almost doesn't count got played, it was like, all right, we're, we we about to start. <laughs> Let's do something here. Like, bro, that's like that's my favorite Brandy song. Like, that and uh, Top of the World. Once you played that, I was like, oh, I know. I was like, somewhere. Point. I almost tweeted you. I'm like, somewhere, Rob is is getting uh, what up, Mace? Vibes. <laughs> bro, that shit is like, bro. The video, everything. Like, what? I mean, for me, my my Brandy records, uh, have you ever? I miss because they they made that battle way too long. So yo, that was a wild. I turned it off. <laughs> so I missed like sitting up in my room. I missed have you mm-hmm. ever? Um, the I want to be down. Yeah, I just gotta say this on record. I Want to Be Down remix is the greatest female collaboration ever done in music. I saw you tweet that and I was like, uh, I don't know. I've been on about. that. That is my hill. I will. Ladies Night doesn't die. exist, apparently. <laughs> People was like, oh, what about Ladies Night? I'm like, well, huh, clearly, Ladies Night had Angie Martinez. You lost. <laughs> like, Angie Martinez, Queen Latifah. Say something wild. Say it. Say it. Okay, then. <laughs> Isn't, but she got Lil' Kim too, ain't it? Queen Latifah again, Missy Lil and Kim? Yo. I mean, not Missy. Uh, MC right, like Yo Yo. Nah, no, cool. you said Yo Yo like she little Kim or something. She nice, bro. <laughs> Name me two Yo Yo songs. <laughs> you lost. I want to be down remix. Nah, that's not her you can't song. play with my Yo Yo. <laughs> Still trying to play me out. No, no. Y- y'all just be saying people's name because it's old. <laughs> like, you don't know. You don't like her. That's like saying Vita from Put It On Me is hot. Like, she was fire. She had a couple verses. Calm down. Is she Loon level? <laughs> Loon has the two greatest verses. Two greatest two verse run ever, bro. Like, I need a girl part. And people was like, oh, Loon had more records. I'm like, they weren't good. <laughs> like, he did, though. He had uh, he had this song called You Made Me with him and Nas. He was on, like, the Harlem World Project. Yeah, yeah. Lou, Lou had a couple but records. I, uh, I want to be down remix. That's my favorite. I, I say it's the greatest female collaboration ever. That's the hill. So when she played song. that, I was going crazy. Um, and then for Monica, that I was missed. the closest round ever. That was the closest round. I want to be down to uh, don't take it personal. Nah, the the closest was I think so gone versus um, no. The, so gone versus full moon was close, but the closest was uh missing you versus uh for you I will. I was like, Yo, is she doing the set it off soundtrack? That's a point. And Mon- again, my favorite Monica song ever is for you I will. And then the other favorite for me is trust. And I'm mad I miss trust. Oh man. That is my jam, bro. Like, yeah, I love nah, my, nah, nah, she don't take it personal. Like, don't take it personal is up there with like real love to me. Like, the begin, once I hear the beginning of real love, I immediately like just go into that shit. Like, once I hear the beginning of don't take it personal, play it, play the whole song. Like, nah, that shit. But yeah, but, you man, know, it, the it sneak, was, it her sneaky hit though. 
You said that, what? Her sneaky, Monica's most sneakiest hit is every time the beat drop. Like, bruh, went. And then for that to drop in the snap area, that's middle school. So, like, I remember like, when that came out, bro. That's like, no matter how many, because it came out around the same time as that uh, Do It record by uh, Cherish. Yeah. I never associate that song with Monica. Like, I never do. And then someone's like, yeah, this is Monica. I'm, every time someone says that to me, I'm like, yo, it is, yo. Nah, see, even though Cherish was, was dope, I remember that, that Monica. Mm, 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 mm. Every time the beat, he like, mm, mm. like, no, I remember the song. I just think it's Cherish all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they, they just spin the block with that. I can't tell you. Okay. I thought Cherish was one person. <laughs> like, Point taken. Say, say no went, more. It went to like maybe two years ago. I realized it wasn't the one person. A four woman group that were like all sisters, I believe. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, Cheris was fire. I was like, yeah, she was fire. And some of them like, she, it's a group. I was like, <laughs> news to me. You would have went crazy. He was like, yo, it was a dude in Cheris. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I would have never talked about music ever again. <laughs> this whole time, I it was a nigga. <laughs> yeah, but um, nah. So I thought that was really dope. And then, you know, we'll, we'll elaborate more on it next week. But that new Big Sean man, like, I think uh, my my take. I think we might get the greatest thing he ever made Friday. It's going to be better than anything Drake ever did. What? <laughs> Wait, anything he ever did or everything I mean, he ever did? Because Detroit is, is probably better than everything Drake's ever done. Oh, you're bugging. You said it's better than everything Drake's ever done. I said arguably. Drake may have two projects better than Detroit. Okay. <laughs> two projects, not albums. Two projects, like so far gone. And or take care. Take care might be the only two projects. I mean, okay, nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. That's three, and I and I have to listen to Detroit again because I remember, like that shit had the Royce and Kendrick song. The drummer yeah. French was hard. Oh, yeah. Moolah, like, dog. Oh, man, they you? had the, uh, like, saying, mm, mm, mm. oh, I yeah, used nah, to that's... wake up to woke up every day. Woke up! The too. second semester sophomore year. Last I woke night, up to that I song was so every high, day, I bro. felt drunk. I got a bit so, so bad. bad. You... I got a hit from the front. Nah, he might be better. Might be better. You know what I'm saying? And then the stories like having Jeezy, Common, Jeezy, Common, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I definitely. Oh, he had the Wale record. Was it once something twice bitten or something? Yeah, and the yeah, no, it's it's, it's selling dreams with Chris Brown. Oh, it's coming back to me. Better, better, better. So you, you think that's better than Dark Sky Paradise? Because Dark Sky Paradise is his best album, and Detroit is his best mixtape. I think Detroit Man. 2 makes his holy trinity. And depending, like, the Nip record's incredible. The, mm-hmm. the Don Life, that his verse from there, and Wayne's supposed to be on there. And Wayne has really good chemistry with Big Sean. So, that record is hard, just off Big Sean verse. Mm-hmm. I don't expect Wayne to just ruin it. And then the other joint he dropped, that uh, snippet, that was hard too. I don't know. Eminem did ruin no favors. <laughs> yeah, he, got a point. he just kept rapping. I was like, "Yo, this is really getting worse every bar." <laughs> so, 
I, I think with Big Sean, yeah, no. I, I like Dark Sky is my favorite album from him. I think it's his best album. But I think this Detroit 2 is going to be something. Yeah, I'm a Big Sean fan. I always have been. So, like, uh, if, he drops, if he drops another classic, because Dark Sky Paradise is a classic. For sure. For sure. So... Yeah, if he drops. This is potentially album of the year until someone drops something better. I mean, he ain't really dropping album. The album, man. No, I'm just saying. I I think this can be album of the year. This is album of the year candidate for me. Like, I got a really good feeling about this album. I definitely do. So yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. But speaking of uh, Hit Boy Production. Got this new Nas, bruh. Yo, let me tell you, let me tell the listeners. So, I was like, hey, yo, this Nas, bruh, it's amazing, right? And, and, and I text Rob. Rob, like, all right, I'm gonna get to it. He texts me. He was like, hey, yo, man, I got something I gotta uh, say. I was like, what? He was like, I told you this was gonna be crazy. I'm like, <laughs> he was like, can Kendrick do this? I'm like, yo, where did the Kendrick shot come from? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find the text verbatim, so I want to make sure I'm quoting you properly. I just have some certain questions for my fellow podcaster. <laughs> it was just wild, random. I'm like, yo, this shot came out of yeah. So wait, wait, hold on. I gotta I'm rewind it. Press play. Yo, my brother, I have a question, man. I was like, what's up? How could someone hear this Nas album and think I was supposed to be amazed by Kendrick? And I'm just like, <laughs> where did that come from? That's why I be wondering, though, because y'all do be talking about this dude. Like, we should revere the ground he walks on. He ain't never touching Esco. He not ever touching him. And it's crazy that y'all try to make me bow to this nigga. He ain't, he ain't amazing. Nas is still putting this out, and he 40-something. So I gotta ask you because for those who don't know, I'm of the year, yes. I I I like Nas. I think he's top tier. I think he's elite. But I didn't listen to his albums in full, only the singles, until I met Rob. So Rob is the reason I became more of a Nas fan. He introduced me to Illmatic, Stillmatic, and Rob all that credit. Now that it's been a couple couple weeks. I think we can safely say it's his best album since Life is Good. Mm-hmm. Is it too early to put it to rank it yet? Man, like. Because my brother asked me, he was like, is it Illmatic level? I'm like, nothing's going to be Illmatic or Stillmatic level just because. Just but this album is really, really good. <laughs> the hard thing with Nas is, is all of Nas' albums mean something, like, to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You get like the perfect Illmatic, like it was written was the anti-sophomore jeans. Like still Maddox up there because like I remember him going at everybody at the time. Yeah. Like this album is like, like said, life is good is amazing because it was like 2012 and he was still fire. So like it's definitely up there though. Like this album is really good. Like, and I want to say my hot take about this album. I'm not saying it's it's better than all the albums, but this, along with maybe like an Illmatic, might have the most replay value because it's short. Like, I can see that. Like for example, the uh, the 27 joint, that record mm-hmm. that should be four minutes. That's like only like uh, 27 summers really should have been like 
That should have been four at minutes. At least three thirty, at least. So a like, lot of a lot of these good records are are short. Twenty seven something. Nas is one of those people. Like it's crazy because like as many Illmatic like anniversary shits he's had in the last like ten years. Or something, yeah. It's like you don't. I don't really. We're put it to like in my mind. It's like yo, Nas has really been here since ninety four. Like yeah, technically it's like. 1990 because that's his first verse that was out so that's crazy like so nah just just saying all of that man I I love the um spicy record with him ASAP Ferg um Fabio that's my shit like I thought that record was gonna be what? Mega trash. It actually Ferg was like was crazy. That's the worst song on the whole album, and if you that's crazy. the worst song, I could live with that. It's give, it gives me you owe me vibes, and that's my shit. Shout out Lil Dirk, man, to get a Drake and a Nas feature. Bro, Lil Dirk is crazy. It's always been my man since the L's anthem, bro. Real one. Like, I've never listened to Lil Dirk like that. Like I've heard him here and there, but like apparently he's really fire. And that Big Sean Nas record with Don that was on hard, the hard. Shoot, even the Anderson Pack drum was hard, and he's yeah. fire. But I be hating on him, so he sucks. But he, <laughs> but he fire. <laughs> he what y'all? He he's what y'all think chances. Very <laughs> similar. No, just because he's actually only had maybe like one project I didn't think was amazing. If it <laughs> but, was yesterday, if you didn't think it was amazing, we can fight right now. I might drive to. Was that after Malibu? Yeah, that's the the soulful joint. I gotta look at the titles. That's my favorite <laughs> uh, Anderson Pack album. Is he, is, he, is it really? Is he really good? See, you know what I'm saying. See how um, Chance only has like one good project though. Anyway, two, but you know, one because oh, yeah, you didn't like that's Acid. Either. Acid is trash, bro. Acid is dope. He sounds so weird. I want to punch him in the throat. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Yes, Lord. You think Yes, Lord is trash? I didn't say it was trash. I just said it wasn't like that to me. <laughs> Alright, it's, we're recording this at 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. I can get the, North yeah, I remember here, I remember here, um, Oxnard, like, I was like, oh man, like, okay. Oxnard is dope, but this nah. is, this is what I wanted to hear again. <laughs> yes, Lou is the best bad. thing he's made to me. Nah. I, I got into it about that. Oh, I love Yes, Lord, bro. It's not better than Malibu. It is. But You're on crack. Is it crack? The finest forms <laughs> from Ronald Reagan himself. <laughs> he probably would cook crack horribly, though. <laughs> nah, speaking of, of dope young MCs, man, PG Zone, that Corday Roddy Rich record? Yo, man. Hey, man, that record hard, bro. People were talking about it, and I was like, what are they talking about now? I was like, oh, man, it's hard, man. You know, he dropped the YBN. No, so you know now I'm proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, at first I was like, "Yo, why is he with these weird?" Because one of the things got robbed, the other thing was getting like whatever, dropping weird shit. So like, 
Yeah, man. Shout out to you standing on your own, bro. And then I guess you can tell me, I ha- I still haven't got around to listen to uh, the Locks album. On the legendary group that is the Locks. Yes. Huh? Huh? Three of the best rappers of all time. Huh? Yes. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, the Locks is back, bro, with another project, Living Off Experience. You know, that's what LOX stands for. So, yeah, fire up. I like it. They got a record with T-Pain on that shit called Miss You. Fire. They got a drum with X. That drum was hard. Like, yeah, I fuck with it, man. Shout out to Kiss, Styles, and Sheik. Like, that shit is hard, man. I, I dig that. And, um, do you... You know what I was thinking, bro? What, what are you thinking? That if they do a versus, that they could go against Clips. Mm. The locks versus the clips. That would be I got crazy. the locks winning that. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. But I mean, grinding. When the last Biggie time record. I win. Oh, <laughs> I have Biggie. But you, I but you win. can only play. You can only play locks records though. Not just not Kiss versus Styles versus. Oh, it only has only locks. locks. So only they only locks play record. clips records, and we only can play locks records. Yeah, like so, yeah, so like no I mean, you can still solo. play Benjamins. You can still because the whole because locks is on the Benjamins, you know, as the locks, you know. But you can't play like Y or nothing. You can't play. Um, good times, you know. I get high, bust okay. out feet. No, only locks records. But like, what does Clips have that beats ride or die? Cause like, when the last time, hot damn, popular it, it, demand. The popular demand beats ride or die. Lord willing, beats everything. The whole album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, ride or amazing. die. Like, what's, I'm just saying it could be good, be a good one. Die. The song. I'm just saying it could be a good one, a good battle. Yeah, I'm not saying not beats that. Man. Now, Lord willing, is yeah, that's that's different. Right, that'd be an interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, just like Mob Deep would get out, cast out of here. But anyway, okay. Shook once beats every song that Outkast has ever made. No, no, I'm not even the artist storytelling. What the song? Beats shook ones. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the. I'm only 19, but my mind is grown. Please never speak again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, no. I'm thinking about some verses and shit. But yeah, so what are we gonna say? Return of the G. I don't. I don't know. Better than shook ones. Are we talking? Are we talking hit or impact? Period. Just the song. I would How say Spodiote. How many freestyles happened over that? Spo- over Spodio. I have no idea, but those horns Just are like almost every year someone's rapping over it. I would say the Spodiote. <laughs> if we're talking for Shook ones, Spodiote, Mainstream. None of these is being Shook ones. Miss <laughs> <Or Ms>. Jackson. <laughs> Armin Jackson's amazing song. Not shit. <laughs> Keep it thorough. I break bread, ribs, $100 bills. Do you understand that that is the greatest line of all time? I break bread, ribs, and $100 bills. 
What are you talking about? Okay. Before we get up out of here, man, is there anything else we can touch in music or we we good in music? No, I'm pretty good, I think. So, um, the reason this weekend has been a trying one, they say death comes in threes. Losing Clifford Robinson, Cliff Robinson and and uh, John Thompson is is traumatic losses. But to lose Chadwick Boseman, bro, man, and then and then is to lose him from something we didn't even know he had in cold. Yo, that's why when uh, I think, yo, think again, because you always the most the worst person ever. Um, <laughs> and he posted in the group meet, and I was like, what? I thought it was a hoax. I was like, cancer, really? <laughs> yeah, he's got cancer. <laughs> and, then, um, and then it just kept, the tweets kept piling up. Know, and I was Josh, like, Josh ended the me. And I'm just like, no, I thought it was fake. I was like, nah. And then I saw the AP tweeted. I was like, no, bro, mm-hmm. what? I couldn't even go to yeah. sleep. I was still holding out on a um, Bill Cosby level hoax. Like, oh, he just, someone like really just tried to kill him or something. <laughs> and then, nah, he was really dead. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's that crazy. Like, I like Kobe, bro. Like, I was just sitting there. Bro. Like, dog. Dog. I, I definitely feel it, bro. Like, tell about another young person. Well, you know, relatively young. Yeah. You know, to die, you know. They were both like they both were like, like forty or so, right? Yeah, Coke was, was like forty-one, yeah. forty-two, and he's forty-three. Like had so much like ahead of them, like that's had to already done so much in a four-year period to do Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame, Twenty-One Bridges, this latest movie, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Ma Rainey film is going to be on Netflix. That's his last film mm-hmm. uh, all those in a four year span battling yeah, with cancer, cancer. Yeah. and then to look at Black Panther like okay you know we're we're 27 and we haven't lived through many big movie moments where like we all believe this movie's gonna change the game and then it actually uh, changed the game man. 30 years you know, from now we can tell our kids yo when Black Panther came out bro that was Bro, a moment like, in time. Black History Month, All Star Weekend. This yep. happened. Bro, I, I was telling somebody, it. bro. As great as Marvel's been, first Marvel film to hit a Billy, Black Panther. First Marvel mm-hmm. film to win an Oscar. Oscar, yeah. Black Panther, bro. Like, like, he was a real superhero, dog. And it's like. He, dog, he was killing the game, bro. Like. Man, like you know how you know how we are with movies, like and when I say we I mean like black people, like if we have a character that we care about and like he they get cast the wrong person, we'll be the first to be like, Boo, this nigga trash. Yeah, they like, like uh, fuck this movie. Zoe up. Zaldana was freaking um Nina Simone. It was like Oh ah. yeah, niggas was like, Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, niggas boo But like when he was announced as Black Panther, like everyone was like, Yo, this is gonna be one of them ones, bro. Like and it, it he was, was really- like like at work we literally was like dog when this come out bro like bro. to this day the only day that everyone at work wore a dashiki <laughs> and like we 
some I remember uh, one of our like uh, anchors. She's African. She wore like a dashiki dress mm-hmm. on air, and it was dope. She got a lot of like looks from from uh, the higher ups. Like, yo, what you doing? Mm-hmm. That day when we all wore dashikis, because a lot of people were going. I saw the day before that mm-hmm. Thursday, and then Friday, everyone who had did the twelve show, they were gonna go to like the local theater in Arlington to see it. No one said nothing. And there's nothing that you could say is like, hey, I'm trying to see this movie too. Like Yeah, bro. Especially like I saw it in the theater, bro. It was an amazing like And it was you like know, they like, weren't gonna boot think about it. No one bootlegged like we <laughs> <laughs> didn't bootleg it to like the third or fourth time you saw it. Yeah. Sure I literally, I saw it multiple times, yeah. And I don't like And then you can bootlegs like, hey, they got my money. Yeah. That, yeah, bro, that shit was like, yo, you was, like, you really was proud to see that. Like, you're like, yo, wow, like, this is a story for us. Like, man, it's like something, a good one that's portrayed, yeah. like, really. Because, like, you do get to, like, you get, like, Boys in the Hood, Above the Rim, Juice and stuff that are vividly portrayed and, like, actively depicted and accurately depicted. But they have tragedies and stuff. So it's like, yeah, like, you get it. But it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to see that fuck them shit all the time. But this is, like, something that puts us in a great light and just, like, you know what I'm saying? It's really empowering. And it was great. Like, it wasn't, like, something that was, like, average and we just hyped it up. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to hype it up like it's great. No, it was, like, literally great. And, like, that was that was, that was a moment, bro. Like, yeah, like, like Panthers, I can like, say forever, like, yo, I'm, I'm glad I lived to see that. You know, like, there's certain movies uh, you're glad you, you are alive to see. That was definitely one I'm like, yo, I want to see that. And then uh, it was just crazy, like, the memes or future GIFs that have been produced, like the uh, little kid dancing. And mm-hmm. it was like, yo, that was That's crazy. They were hyped to see Black Panther. I like when they said, I was like, yo, you're right. That was the, like, yeah, that's, bro, that shit was like, bro, like, yo, nah, bro, he had like an, an amazing career, bro. Like, I remember being in high school seeing the um, Randy Davis story, you know, shout out to Heisman Trophy winners, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, the first <clears throat> black salute. Yep, and I, I remember seeing that. Like, just like, oh, man, because they were like showing it, like, kind of like, you know, they do like Brian songs and shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we, we were like in the bottom of our dorm world. They're like, yeah, let's watch this joint. I was like, yo, that's real dope. Boom, boom. And uh, it's crazy that he became like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that was not that he was the main bro. character, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was his first that film. Was, and that's crazy. I'm like, yo, that was his first film. Bro, I remember like, that. The like, Jackie Robinson. I remember I wasn't going to see it because, you know, up, up until the time, up until, like, up until that point, Jackie Robinson kind of like Martin Luther King. Since, like, at, like at, when we were younger, like, we've heard a million and one stories about Jackie Robinson. Like, so I was like, where are you really going to tell us that we haven't heard or whatever? But, like, that movie, 42, was really good. Yeah, it was a story, like, like, we didn't know about yeah, the story. Yeah, you see the different side. Yeah, like, so I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. I said Thurgood Marshall. Obviously, like I said, my brother, um, my oldest brother, he was part of, like, the 50th anniversary thing of the um, Brown Board of Education thing. Mm-hmm. They were holding something in D.C. So, like, obviously, you know, we... I don't know about Thurgood Marshall like study them and everything but like that movie was Even another one movie was dope like yo that's the one that people be sleeping on like and then like over the uh, weekend man, I, like, I saw 21 Bridges that was a good movie man like it was I still have to see it I still have to see it good. I figured it was gonna be great 
Nah, because it, it had action. If you think about it, like the crime happened at like twelve thirty a.m., they figured they solved the whole thing before sunrise. I was like, "Yo, in New York City, that's hard, bro. Like, that's not no simple feat, bro. Like, they <laughs> they shut. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. You should go check it out. We can talk about it. But um, to finally see that and nah, man, it it just sucked, bro. Like, yeah, and then the fact no one knew, like Michael. Uh... We were all like Bassett didn't know uh, Ryan Coogler Like none of these uh-huh. dudes knew So it wasn't like They knew But it wasn't like You know how sometimes We might tell each other Like our, our personal Like secrets or whatever uh-huh. But it's stuff that Until you reveal to the world I reveal It's just between us The yeah. fact that none of them knew um, Like Spike Lee didn't know Yeah Like you know what I'm saying Like It's just like yeah, I mean, like, he really just carried that shit, like, and I mean, I'm not here to tell someone to just do, you know, tell them how to carry anything, but, like, that's real, that's a hard thing to do, four years, putting out flawless know, work, back to back to back, and, and just... And then, then to see, like, different clips, or, like, to see that interview where... It was like, man, you doing all this traveling. He was like, yo, one day, like, how do you do it? He's like, one day I'll tell y'all my story. Or to, to do that Sway interview when he was like, yo, there were kids who they were trying to live to see Black Panther. And then when they didn't live, he lost it. And it, they, because of cancer and him realizing like, mm-hmm. that could have been him. And yeah, man, Duh, that, that yeah. one sucked, bro. Like, like we was all doing what, like that was a movement to do Wakanda forever to the point where we overdid it and it became like <laughs> kind of corny. But it was just like, dog, we really did that, bro. It was wild corny, but like it was okay. To, it was okay though. It was one of the things like, yo, man, like there's somebody like if everybody you knew could do the arm and the rim dunk, you know what I'm saying? Like Vince Carter, you know? Yeah, would it be corny sure. after a while? Yeah, sure. But like, who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> so like, you just let it be. Like, yeah, that was. Yeah, like we were talking that, and we were talking. About, I was like, yo, like when we make it out of 2020, and life, you know, hopefully gets you know back to normal or better. You know, we're always gonna be like, wow, like Kobe Bryant's really gone still. He's like you said, he's right up there. Like we're still like 10 years from now, we're gonna be like. And it's crazy. Someone was like, yo, if Denzel had died at 43, these are the movies that wouldn't have been made. And it was like, uh, Training Day and all this. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, bro, like, bro, like, yeah, man, like, 43 is wild, dumb. Like, in the grand scheme of things, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, definitely. Definitely. That's. Yeah, like, like you know it's done cause like when you hear it like you're like someone's 43 and they die and then from colon cancer like right and then you know how colon cancer is is a a huge problem in the black community one cause we as black people collectively not individually we don't like go get checked up um, (laughs) as often as we should and then you know yeah so at one point that's, that's true too at one point it was you need to get checked at fifty, you know, for your colon colonoscopy. Now it or it was forty like five ten years ago. Is it thirty now? Like I hope not, because we about to be thirty, and you're not about to stick none of my ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it means us living or dying, 
30. I mean, it might I get colon that. cancer at 30. It might just be, I would hate to say it, but like, <laughs> yo, chill. Though. It might just be misdemeanor. No, I mean, but I have 30. Like, oh, I would, I would, I pray not 30, but it's, it's but, in my, yeah, well, not colon, but like the prostate stuff, that's in my family. I mean, they weren't 30. Let me, let me put that out. They were not 30. They were a lot older than, let me go say that. They were not 30. They were well on in their lives, but they did have it. You know, and, and that's something that, uh, people need to just go get checked out. Not even just for that. Just go to the doctor, bro. You know, be scaring me about that shit like that. It's like, okay. So if someone like decides to like, I don't know, smoke a ton of cigarettes, right? And they get lung cancer. Like, you don't really perceive that to be, like, hereditary. Just like, yo, if I just don't smoke cigarettes, like, I should be fine, right? But, like, yeah, like, how do you dodge prostate and colon cancer, bro? Is it the thing? And that's something that, you know, we we interviewed uh, a doctor uh, who deals with the colon like at work and our, our anchor asked was like is it is it the food is it our diet and he was like there's no there's nothing proving it or disproving it there's something we still got to further examine eat mad kale guys stay healthy man so yeah but um nah I think that's that's pretty much it uh I don't want to end it on it I mean it, it was that's kind of gloomy but you know uh, I want to big up Chadwick Salute him. Uh, salute Howard and salute PG County Victor Oladipo. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. But we we lost the great one, man. I mean, we lost yeah, we lost great ones in 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 Chadwick. It's but I was really getting like so, certain people like tweets and shit was just like really like pissing me off and shit. Like they'd be like, you know, just wild insensitive tweets. Man. Yeah. But, you know, it's the world we live in. But yeah, man, before we go, let's, let's get these shout outs. Uh, what? Well, first of all, shout out to Georgetown family. Shout out to AI. You know, hold Definitely your head, my guy. AI, bro. Definitely. Like, bro, just hold your head, man. To lose Kobe and John Thompson in the same year. That's crazy. Like arguably your biggest competitor, and you know your coach. So yeah, um, shout out to the NBA players. You know they did that mini um mini strike boycott. boycott. Yeah. And that was that was hard. You know, I remember it was like you called me when it happened. I was like, oh shit, it really is going down. <laughs> like like one team was like oh the Bucks aren't playing it's like okay the Bucks aren't playing who cares so then I was like wait are the Magic gonna win this game <laughs> and then like every team was like oh we're not playing I was like oh it's yeah, really wild. going down so yeah I mean uh, turn it you know, shout out to them turning every stadium to a Poland that's center. gonna be really important which is Olympics. crazy because it sounds like an amazing thing but then you realize they these stadiums hold 20,000 people and then like the football stadiums hold like 60,000 people At least we could have been doing these yeah, things yeah. you have right. these ridiculously large structures in your <coughs> in city your and cities. you never thought to use them now you're right like wait is it so so that means the NBA is not going to play on election day I don't know that's, that's a good yeah. 
Because you can't. There's no way you would be over by then. No, because that's November. It, it will be starting. Yeah, um, season usually starts in October. But because of like, this, the season might end in late October. It's not going to start in a month. Yeah, I'm just saying, like in the future. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like I don't know. That's, that's a, a good that's a big deal. That's just crazy that these things, like yo, fans, building everything should be shut down <laughs> on the date of on like. It's voting, like, everybody, you shouldn't have to, like, take off work and shit, like, bruh. So, I'm trying to I mean, vote. Yeah, I've been, they kept, they kept sending me these texts about, uh, mailing and everything and just doing my thing I don't now. Mind that. I got something to mail it in. I, I'd rather early vote. If I can, I want an early vote. I don't want to mail. So how would you early vote? Early vote. They said they're gonna mail something in October. That's mm-hmm. gonna tell us where our polling place will be, and oh, you can okay. early vote the last week, the week before the election. Like that whole week, they'll have to mm-hmm. early vote. So I think I'll just pick a day and then go in. That's that's my plan. I did it in 2016. I was like, shoot, one day after work, let me just go vote. So when it happened, because I know it's gonna be a long day filled with the whole campaign and covering I would be drained and then I didn't know how long the line was going to be so I'm like let me just go early vote get out the way and then just let the chips fall where they may you know. yeah I think I mean I know I stood in line in 2012 um, I did the um, I mailed it in 2016 I'm not sure what I'm going to do this year <laughs> but yeah yeah, I, cause I gotta, I gotta really look up like North Carolina shit now too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I early voted twenty twelve, early voted twenty sixteen. I mean, obviously midterms I voted as well. I voted on Blue. campus twenty fourteen, and then twenty eighteen I voted in like the actually the polling was like in my neighborhood, which was crazy. But yeah, but yeah, man, I think. How we're gonna close this podcast? No song, but uh, Marvel did a really dope tribute to Chadwick, so I'ma just like throw that on the end of this one. Um, if you listen to this, we appreciate you guys listening. It's been definitely. Um, I hope you like the the Evergreen episodes. We'll probably take another break. We'll probably do that once twice a year, just like a month. Yeah. Just like you know what, we just kick it, relax. We don't like y'all that much. <laughs> um, but nah we appreciate you guys for uh, checking in episodes back you know every week y'all look out for us a lot more to come till the next time peace Chadwick Boseman's performance in 42 that really made us take a second look. There is there is such an honor and dignity to the way that he played Jackie Robinson that we knew we needed for the character of T'Challa, the Prince of Wakanda.
Chadwick is an amazing actor and we thought would fit perfectly with the MCU. Black Panther himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick, you know, he has a lot of uh, depth. It was amazing as an audience member to, to, you know, to look into his eyes and see what's going on. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one singer. A lot of the things about the character are also true about Chad. He's very knowledgeable. He's an athlete, you know, a martial artist. He's had a lot of experience playing roles that come with a lot of weight, you know. So I think he has a he has a person, he has a guy, has a lot of has, has a lot of weight to him. I think he brings all of that that stuff to the role. But not to mention that he's incredibly, you know, incredibly gifted as an actor and as a performer, and also as a storyteller in his own right. I am not king of all people. I am king of Wakanda. And it is my responsibility to make sure our people are safe. Because he is so prepared as an actor, and because his character is sort of flawless on set, it forced the other actors who had scenes with him to kind of raise their game and go, okay, this guy is not taking anything for granted. He's really leaving it all out there. So we have to keep up with him. What doesn't Chadwick bring to the character? I mean, he's regal and grounded, and he brings a gravitas to it. So all of this feeds his T'Challa. And, um, uh, I think he wore the crown with dignity. I've known him since I was about like 17, so I've known him for a really long time um, back in New York. He did the work, obviously. You know, I just think he did an incredible job being true to the, to the character. great time with Chadwick just warmth and camaraderie came into it of course with a great deal of respect for his previous work so when I looked at him with proud eyes you know they were as mother and and also as as comrade and colleague and Angela it is your time to be king I mean, Chadwick is just a powerhouse. He really is so talented. Every single movie he's made, there's, there's kind of this internal, almost nobility. The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. He's such a soulful actor and um, so professional, so present. He really gives so much to the other person, and he's awesome. And his presence on set, I think, makes up, kind of raises the stakes a little bit for everybody. Chadwick is a, he's a really smart, interesting, dynamic guy, and I think he was not overwhelmed, but very surprised and somewhat taken aback by the amount of love. It ceased to become just about how well he inhabited the role and all that stuff. It's become part of our culture just as a symbol. This welcome is, is one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. It's fun to watch just what it means to people. At times, like I, in my head, I'll be like, well, what does this do for the world? Like, actually, what is it? You know, is it actually valuable in, in this climate? And I have to say, yes, it actually is. Not because it, it makes people escape. I think when done right, um, it gives people hope. I found that it means a lot.